hey guys, this is Manny from Last of the Nice Guy. You have relationship issues, you need some advice. I'm here to answer your call. Ask Manny. What, what is the segment that we're calling it? It's called Dear Dr. Manny. And yeah, I'm not a professional in anything, but I will tell you truth because that's what I do. I truth bomb this crap out of everything. Dear Dr. Manny. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another Touching You in the Deepest Parts of Your Being. <laughs> Episode number three of Dr. Manny. I don't have a title for this, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it. This is from So Out of the Loop. They've sent me another letter, and we are here to discuss. Dear Dr. Manny, my ex cheated on me two times after giving this fool four kids in four years. Somebody was busy. Um, I had my first, then I went for a follow-up to make sure that I was healthy a day after her second birthday and was told that I was pregnant. Four weeks later, we found out that it was twins. LOL, that's not funny. When the twins were seven months old, I forgave the loser for cheating on me the first time and we went to a wedding. Our first time going out since we had our first child and I got pregnant. LOL. This person likes to laugh, apparently. I knew it the next day that this was the last time I had sex or even got to kiss or hug from someone I didn't create. The second time, I slapped that loser right across the face as he slept at 4 a.m. when I realized he was a complete dirty dog. I kicked him right out just after a few weeks after coming home with my last kid. That was two years ago. It was the best decision I could have ever made for myself, and I haven't looked back since. Good job. That's how it's supposed to be. I'm raising all four kids with the help of my mom only. I went right back to work when my baby turned six months, and I even had to stop breastfeeding. I had to because my kids needed food and diapers, so, so I did what I had to do for the family. It's the hardest thing I've ever tackled. I never sleep. LOL. Person's laughing at her. <laughs> bad stuff okay then to add insult to injury about two weeks ago my boss got caught cheating on his wife then two days ago my manager caught her boyfriend cheating on her <laughs> it happens in threes oh. i was married for two years and got a super easy only had to sign my name in a divorce i was friends with my kid's father for 10 years before i was single and when we started dating he stole my heart and now it's seven years later and I'm rediscovering life. It was the hardest thing, but I know my worth and I deserve to be happy and feel like I'm worth a million bucks, but I'm full of questions. Are there any general, genuine people out there? Sincerely, so out of the loop. This is a hard, I mean, if this is the actual question, this is this is a, a, a hard, question to tackle the only thing i can answer when it comes to that question it depends on your definition of genuine people or a genuine person what you're willing to give and take when it deals with another person um what you're willing to settle with what you choose to look for when it comes to somebody else in another relationship. Are there general people? I mean, are genuine people in a general answer? Yes, I can say yes. There are many genuine people out there in the world. The problem is, again, it's what you feel like you're looking for and what you are willing to deal with. 
because you have to remember not everybody's perfect. Not one person is perfect. You have the good and the bad that you have to take with every individual that you deal with. So it's a difficult question to answer as far as dating somebody new, whether or not they're genuine. Uh, unfortunately, this the dating today sucks and I am officially over dating. I'm not a fan of it. I, I do not advocate for it. I do not care for it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like the last person to ask when it comes to something like this. It, it, it Today's world and day and age, it sucks. Uh, is it difficult to meet new people? Yes and no. Uh, for the simple fact that some people are open to the idea of having open conversations with strangers. Some people do not care. Some people just want to be left alone. I'm one of those people. Um, <laughs> so it's hard. I guess the dating just sucks. That's, that's all I can say. It's it's a, it's a hard thing to do. And with today's technology, which we've covered in an episode a long, long time ago, it's ruined everything. So it's really it's it's really difficult to say whether or not somebody's genuine or 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 real or anything of the sort. As far as everything else, that is a mouthful to deal with in this uh, in this email. Four kids, four years. That's that that that's that's a hefty hefty thing. Unfortunately, the sad part of this situation is that the kids are involved, and it it, it really sucks for the kids. I, I hate hearing situations like this where children are involved and relationships end, no matter what the reason behind it is. You know, uh, the only thing I can say that I'm, I, I completely agree with is the fact that you threw the man out. You went on and moved on with your life as such people should do. I'm glad I didn't see anything, any more negativity in this email as far as like abuse or, or anything of the sort, because that also plays into a factor. So I'm glad to hear that this was just a, very easy divorce, it seemed. She just had to sign her name and keep on moving. That's very, very hospitable way to divorce and end and relationships. The good thing is it looks like she's rediscovered herself, her, her, her way of life, and she is single and ready to mingle. Hey, my opinions on this whole cheating and, and, and other thing. I believe everybody <clears throat> deserves a second chance. So I, I'm a very big advocate of what she did here, where she showed that uh, she forgave him and, you know, she she moved on and she tried again. I, I don't know the stipulations within that second time frame, what happened the second time around. The only thing I can say is, you know, when it when it comes to a marriage and it comes to, you know, second chances, I heard this once before somewhere. I can't remember when you're in a marriage, you write your vows, you state your vows. If trust is broken or something happens to make trust breaking or, or to, to break trust, you know, those vows are basically null and void. You would then have to, you know, should you want to work on the relationship or the marriage, write new vows, write new, you know, new things, because obviously those first ones are out the window. They don't matter anymore. So you would basically have to write like a new set of rules like, hey, look, it didn't work the first time. This time around, this is what I want. This is what we need to do. This is what I'm looking for. This is what we have to do for our marriage, our relationship, our family. Like I said, I'm, I'm a big advocate for second chances. Um, everybody deserves at least another chance to revitalize who they are, change who they are, especially when it comes to marriage and love and things of that nature. Now, again, I've met people that have given people uh, others third, four chances. That's over too much. Because if you show yourself twice, you're, you're not changing, especially at a certain age. They always say new dogs can't 
No, old dogs can't be taught new tricks. It, it's kind of a real thing. <laughs> I'm glad she was able to figure out how to raise the kids on her own. Looks like she made it work out. Her mom was involved. Family's a really good support system to have. I mentioned this in the last episode. When it, when it comes to finding support and and during heartbreak and heartache, family's a good go-to. It's number one most of the time, you know, depending on how you are with your family. If you figured out all of this on your own after everything that happened here, you should be able to figure out where the genuine people are. This is not really a question for me to answer. <laughs> Again, my general statement, yeah, of course there is. You just got to figure out what you're willing to do and what you don't want to. It seems like everything in this letter is just self-explained. I'm not really an advocate for dating apps. I've never been on one. As I just said earlier, I hate dating. I don't mind meeting new people, but I'm just uh, very happy by myself. The part about the the manager and the boss finding their boyfriends cheating. I mean, they always say everything happens in threes. That's I've heard, I've dealt with that before. A lot of people that I know have been around me. I mean, we've had a couple of episodes before in our other podcast about entanglements. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Just uh, keep your head up. You got looks like you got everything else taken care of. I mean, you got your kids worried about or you're good with your kids. You're rediscovering yourself in your life. You're happier, which is a good thing to do, because if you can't find happiness by yourself. You can't really be happy with anybody else. Nurse Jason, do you have anything to, to say to on this station. topic or in, in this letter, in this email? Hi, Nurse Jason. Uh, yes, Dr. Manny. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I actually do. First, I'd like to address the, the question of the letter. And yes, there are genuine people. Uh, I concur with Dr. Manny. The question is, what traits do you determine what consider what you consider genuine? Once you know what, you, what you're looking for, both in the relationship, new relationship or just in people in general, that's the first step. The second step, which is what I arguably believe is more important, is knowing what you don't want in people in your life, your deal breakers. That's what I would say is the most important part. Once you, you need to know what you like, once you know what you like, focus on what you don't like and avoid those traits. But there are genuine people. But, the, but what each person considers as genuine is subjective. It changes per person. Sure, honesty, understanding, some things are universal, but, but the core specifics of what you want and what you don't want, subjective. Figure that out first, and then you'll be you know, a good guide on, on, on how to approach new people in your life. You should, first and foremost, be proud that you are able to find the courage to exit your situation. Many, many, many women in your situation would stick it out. You have you have X number of kids with the person. It's, it's it's cheaper to keep him. You know, maybe he can change. He says he'll change. You should be very proud. I'm proud of you that you left. You realize it may be hard, but it's worth it to leave. Find your happiness. Create a better life for you and your kids. Because kids see that. They see this behavior. They internalize it. And you made it very clear that this is the kind of behavior you will not tolerate and that they should not tolerate. Be very proud of that fact. No matter how hard it may be, no matter how tired you are, be proud of that fact. Unlike Dr. Manny, I don't necessarily believe in second chances. Not to say that no one deserves a second chance, but the situation that was done against you where you'd require or consider a second chance, the first step is you have to address what happened, find out the core, the core reasons and see if it can be, if, if whatever it was can be solved. If it has been addressed, a simple, I'm sorry, I'm begging you on my knees isn't good enough anymore. It, for me, at least, you know, you know, you know, the old, the old saying, Dr. Manny, you know, I'm sorry. And then, and then the, the person would say, well, what are you sorry for? Right. You know, 
Yeah, I should have probably clarified that. I don't right. think I don't think every scenario and every situation deserves a second chance. Right. I feel that if you are wholeheartedly accepting of where you messed up at mm-hmm. and are willing to address it mm-hmm. and and move on, not not just move on from it, but like build from there. You you should have a second chance. You should be given a second chance. But if Correct. you're just one of those people that's just, I'm sorry. Right. What you, right. You know, definitely. But some not. people, some people are incredibly genuine with their sorry, but they don't know what they're sorry for. I'm sorry I cheated on you, but what exactly did you do? I'm sorry. What? 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 What made your eyes wander? You have to get to the to get to the crux of the matter when it comes to these things. Not just cheating in everything when somebody wrongs you. A simple sorry, especially at our our age, isn't good enough without context. And it's something we've said on on uh, Last of the Nice Guys forever. Context, the reason why, is very important because you can say sorry, and you can actually mean that sorry. But if you don't address the reason why it happened, it will happen again. Yep. So second chances are not a gift. They are earned. And I've said this mm-hmm. very, very many, many times. Give a second chance if you'd like, but it has to be earned. And make sure that they earn it. And lastly, your optimism, lady, is incredible. I can hear the smiles, whether it's whether <laughs> they're ironic or not. The fact that you can that you can put that and laugh at yourself or at least find some humor in it is nothing short of a miracle. I've seen women fall to knees and get crushed for less than what you just described. So the fact that you're able to laugh about it, that you feel better, you're already on the upswing. And I absolutely agree with Dr. Manny. We need you probably on the podcast to give, to give some um, <laughs> some encouragement to ladies like you because we could feel the optimism oozing out of your, yep. your letter. And it's great. It's great to see that. So I don't know what's what's better, the, the pride that I feel that you've left the situation or the pride that I feel that you're so optimistic and positive after the fact, even though you, you are struggling. So kudos to you. Kudos to you, lady. This is, this is a very uplifting letter as opposed to the other two. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I've been nurse chasing. <laughs> My final thoughts on this, uh, as I said. And as Nurse Jason said, second chances have to be earned. You can always say sorry if you don't learn from the mistake that you made or that was made to be able to move on and ensure that it doesn't happen a second time. You're not deserving of a second chance. You know, it's just I want to kind of vaguely make it like a like a sporting event. You strive, you work hard, you get second place. Next time around, you fight, you figure out where and how you weren't able to get that first place. So you work harder, you change your, your, your workout regime, your diet, maybe you figure out ways to figure that out until you get that first place. Cause you earned it. You know, it's a way of earning it. You got to fight your way to earn it. Especially if you love that other person, if you're really genuine about being apologetic, wanting to move forward beyond the, the cheating and the mess up and the falterance of the relationship. You have to advocate for yourself. If you yourself do not believe that you're worth it or that what you did cause harm to your partner, then I'm sorry, you you yourself need to move on from this, this situation. If you don't understand how you hurt your other, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever it is, as as the person that did the wrong, you'll never learn how to how to do better in anything in life, really, because if someone's telling you that you're doing something wrong and you're unwilling to listen, you can't always be right. You know, that's just, that's not how it is. We're not deities here. We're not always right. We're not always correct. We're not always number one. Do remember that in every relationship with every individual that's in one, that person chose you for something that they saw. They can always choose somebody else. They can always move on from you. Don't think that you're irreplaceable. 
just because you feel like you have certain qualities that are better than anybody else. Everybody's replaceable, just like in jobs. You can be the number one salesperson. You are replaceable. Doesn't matter. Guess what? If you broke your leg and didn't go into work one day, that job is still going on, just like life does for everybody else. If you think that you're perfect, you can stay in your bubble by yourself because if you're perfect, you don't need anybody with you. So again, I reiterate, you can apologize. If you don't understand what you're apologizing for, as Jason or as Nurse Jason said, stop saying sorry. It doesn't mean anything. There's no context to it. You need to understand what you're doing. For this person that sent the letters, Mrs. Miss, so out of loop, kudos to you for, for finding the will and the way to move forward and to move on. In the time frame that it even looks like in this letter, it wasn't even that long. I mean, obviously a couple of years is a while, but it just, you found the way. You found the will, you moved on and you're doing what you have to do as somebody who needs to do for themselves and for their children. I mean, hell, you're even, it looks like you're even uh, ready to mingle. I'm not saying that I want to get involved here because I hate dating. <laughs> It's not a joke. You should be proud of yourself that you've climbed out of the hole that most people bury themselves even further into depression, sadness, you know, regret. A lot of those things take place when it comes to cheating, especially it gets internalized, especially when it comes to children. A lot of times when separation happens in, within families, no one asks the children how they feel. And the problem with that is the children blame themselves because they don't understand why. Why did mommy leave? Why did daddy leave? Is it my fault? Did I do something? Coming from a, a, a broken home myself, that was something that I had to deal with when I was younger. I didn't really blame myself 100% because I I guess I was, I learned. Not every kid gets has that uh, opportunity. Not every kid figures out that it's not them. When there's children involved, and, and, and I'm very big when it comes to children and, and separation and stuff like that, you have to be able to talk to your kids. Let them understand to a point. Obviously, don't go around saying that motherfucker over there. He's this. Uh, don't 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 do that. Don't don't uh don't shame the other parent. Just tell them, hey, listen, uh, mommy and daddy, we're we need to see our differences and live our lives differently. And it's not your guys's fault. It's ours. You know, just make it clear to them, even if they're younger, because they always say babies understand a lot more than they, they let out, obviously, because no one can talk to them. But I digress. When it comes to everything here in this letter, there are good people out there. You just have to weed them out on what you're willing to deal with. You've figured out how to climb yourself out of a hole. So you'll definitely figure this out. I have no doubt whatsoever, um, especially with the, the way you wrote this letter. There was no anger. It was all you were telling a story and laughing at yourself about it, <laughs> which proves to me that you've moved on. So out of the loop, doing a good job. Uh, I don't think that... Uh, I have meant much more to, to, to say about this. You know, it just keep doing what you're doing. This was actually very inspirational to anybody out there listening that's dealing with anything like this. Look, turn to this letter, rewind that little time slot when I read it and just remember this person got themselves out. You can too. Don't stay in that hole if you can't, if, in, if you can do anything you can to get yourself out of it, get out of it. Find, I've said this in the, in, in the last episode, find family, find somebody willing to help you. Don't do it by yourself if you can't do it by yourself. There's, there's always a way out. There's always a way out. That being said, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. This has been another episode of Dr. Manny and Patrice. Send us an email, send, send us, uh, you know, slide in our DMs, last of the nice guys at yahoo.com. Send us a letter, send us something. 
we'll we'll discuss it. If you want to join us, let us know. You want to discuss your anything you want to talk about. What's what we're here for? We want to hear from you. This was another great episode. Thank you for listening. So out of the loop, thank you for your letter. You will be an inspiration to anybody who's listening and anybody who's willing to take this into account. Dr. Manny, signing off, clocking out. The last of the nice guys. Hey guys, this is Manny from Last of the Nice Guys. I'm still waiting for your messages. Ask Manny. What, what is the segment that we're calling it? It's called <laughs> Ask Dear 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 Dr. Manny. Dear Dr. Manny, I'm still waiting. You have relationship issues, you need some advice. Uh, you think Joe's a piece of crap? Uh, Jason might be right sometimes. Hey, whatever. I'm here to answer your call. Call Email. me now. Call me now. I need to find out who the father of the baby is. <laughs> a lot of um, mercy. lot of mercy. I'm here to answer your text call. Joe, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, I'm not a professional in anything, but I will tell you truth because that's what I do. I truth bomb the crap out of everything. Like and subscribe on Twitter and Instagram at Last Nice Guys, Facebook.com slash Last Nice Guys, or email Last of the Nice Guys at Yahoo.com. This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios, the cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.